0: Good morning, good morning. Wishing you a fabulous Friday ahead. Welcome to today's episode of Morning Wealth. As we start today's episode, I have an important update to give. The coming week will be the last week of Morning Wealth, the podcast. The reason is that on my professional front, there will be a change soon. I would need to take new permissions and approvals to ensure I can continue to share market updates like the way I've been doing via this podcast It's been an incredible journey the last year or so. I hope you have found this information useful. I have learned an incredible deal about markets and myself as a person. It's like I'm completing a graduate course and that's how much I'm taking away from this project of Morning Wealth. I'm hoping I'll be able to come up with another project when I start work in the new firm. I'll surely keep you updated. On to the three things that we will talk about today. Chipmaker and tech stocks head lower. TSMC earnings and Morgan Stanley earnings. Chipmaker and tech stocks had a rough Thursday falling in the afternoon and many never regained their losses before the closing bell. The Dow was up 0.15%. The S&P 500 dropped about 03 and the tech-heavy Nasdaq was down 07 uh, Technology sector ETF XLK traded uh, lower also and was down by about 0.8%. One chip maker that felt the pain was NVIDIA, a key stock in the tech fund. Shares were down about 4.4%. Apple, the fund's largest holding, also declined by about 0.45%. Driving the market were factors both in the US and abroad. Weekly jobless claims dropped to about 360,000. The Labor Department reported a new pandemic low. Fed Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell testified for a second day on Capitol Hill and maintained that the Fed isn't close to pulling back support for the economy. In the meantime, China's growth slowed to about 7.9% over a year earlier in the three months ending in June, an indication that the powerful strong rebound from the pandemic was starting to normalize. The GDP reading also missed estimates of about 8.2%, but the data We're still robust. Industrial production rose about 8.3% year-over-year, beating estimates, a positive indicator for economic activity around the globe. Oil prices extended losses amid speculation that Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates have made progress towards a compromise on production levels. Not helping was data showing a drop in U.S. gasoline demand. WTI oil prices were down about 2.15% to about 71.56 a barrel. On to earnings from TSMC, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, the world's largest contract chip maker, said it expects the chip shortage that has hampered car makers to start easing in the next few months after it ramped up its production of auto chips. The company is on track to increase output of microcontrollers used in cars by about 60% this year, compared with last is what the chief executive Wei said in an earnings call on Thursday. However, he said the broader semiconductor shortage could persist until 2022. A dearth of semiconductors used in products including home appliances and smartphones has hampered manufacturing activity, notably in the auto industry. That shortfall could be greatly reduced for TSMC customers in the current quarter, is what Mr. Wei said. Global automakers from the US and Europe have put pressure on TSMC to give priority to their orders, forcing the chipmaker to negotiate with other clients to free up manufacturing capacity for auto chips. Second quarter, revenue from auto chips increased by 12%, but they accounted for only 4% of the overall sales. Meanwhile, revenue from smartphone chips fell by about 3%, but accounting for about 42% of the overall sales. Mr. Wei said that he expects chip demand from the auto sector to increase as more cars become electric and automated. TSMC has pledged to spend about $100 billion on increasing production over the next few years to meet surging demand for semiconductors. The Taiwan-based company has started construction on a $12 billion manufacturing facility in Arizona, where executives said more expansion is possible. The CEO also said he expects the overall contract chip making industry to grow about 20% in 2021 and he is confident TSMC can outperform that forecast. The company's second quarter net profit rose about 11% to an equivalent of 4.8 billion US dollars. Revenue increased 20% and operating margin fell about 3.1 percentage points to about 39.1 in the second quarter. The investment in new facilities and advanced technology along with more expensive raw materials will add to the cost of TSMC clients is what Mr. Wei said and that's what is reflected in the operating margin fall. The company said revenue from customers in North America made up about 64% of its second quarter revenue, down from about 67% in the first quarter, while revenue from China accounted for about 11% of the total, up from 6% in the previous quarter, with high-performance computing as the major driver on to Morgan Stanley's results. Morgan Stanley's recent purchase of Eaton One's and E-Trade helped the bank to deliver higher earnings than expected for the second quarter. The investment bank earned about $3.5 billion or $1.85 per share from about $14.8 billion of revenue. Analysts surveyed by FactSec expected the bank to earn about $1.66 per share and $13.97 billion in revenue. So they beat on both grounds. The firm delivered another very strong quarter with contributions from all our businesses, what James Gorman mentioned in a statement. Our global franchise is very well positioned to drive further growth, is what he remarked as well. Morgan Stanley's wealth management division reported a 30% jump in revenue as a result of the recent acquisition of E-Trade. The purchase of Eaton One's contributed to a 92% in revenue for the investment management business. Morgan Stanley's institutional security segment was a mixed bag. Investment banking revenue climbed 16% with increases in completed mergers and acquisitions and equity underwriting. That contrasts with last year when capital market equity was briefly paused due to the coronavirus pandemic. But like the banks that reported earlier this week, Morgan Stanley saw a sharp drop in trading revenue – Fixed income trading was down 45 percent, while equity trading was also down by about 8 percent. Another important uh, move that happened yesterday in the financial space was AIG rose about 6 percent as private equity giant Blackstone said it will acquire about 9.9 percent equity stake in AIG's life and retirement business for about 2.2 billion. Blackstone shares were also up about 2.8 percent. That is the update. Stay safe and healthy. Have a lovely weekend. I will speak to you on Monday. Thank you.